Good morning. Good morning. I feel like my voice always sounds so weird when I say that. Maybe it's because it's like the first thing I say when I get out of bed on Wednesday morning, Remy. So I'm not sure. Well, I think it's like the vocal fry of being up early, too. <laughs> I know my voice sounds different by the end of the conversation than it does at the beginning. Because we haven't warmed up. Yeah, for sure. So I had like a once in a one time in a million thing happened to me yesterday. I was getting on a horse and as I put my foot in the stirrup, she belly kicked a fly. And guess who she got instead of the fly? That's always scary, man. You're lucky she didn't hang a foot in your uh, foot in your oh stirrup. Oh my gosh. I feel so old because it really hurts and I don't want to be a pansy, <laughs> but I'm like I'll look down at it. I'll be like, Brown, do you think it's getting worse? I feel like you can really see an outline. Yep, it's definitely there. God. How's the week going? It's going pretty good. It's really hot this week. Good. We have a heat wave warning, which is even hot for us. So they canceled <laughs> all the boys' uh, after school practices. Um, it's just, it's hot, man. It's like real hot. It was 109 yesterday, which is like really hot. It is cooling off here and um, not going to lie, it's, it sucks because it means this summer's coming to an end. The, I noticed the other day that the leaves are starting to change color and I love fall, but it's bittersweet because I love summer. So... I'm ready for it to be sweatshirt weather for us, which is like not cold, but you, you know. would like what we're having now. Yes. I just don't want what comes after what you're having now. Same, same. <laughs> um, you had horse show this weekend. Yes. Last weekend. It was good. We had a USTP at the house. We got some guys qualified for finals. My son's rode. That was fun. So they're starting to ride more and more. It's a lot of fun to watch them ride. Oh, you know what comes with them riding more and more? Bigger Entry bills. Piece? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> James, I don't want to go to the office. You go to the office. No, you yeah. go to the office. You know, James never wants to be there when people check out because he always feels guilty. And I was like, <laughs> they knew what they were signing up for, man. <laughs> oh, funny. Um... All right, so Remy and I decided, since we've been kind of digging into deeper topics, um, what is this, episode number nine, I think? It's technically ten, 10, because we had the introductory yeah. episode, where we're just like, this is why You're we're right. here and why we're doing it, but it's <laughs> episode nine of Real Topics. Yeah, so we thought we'd bring it back a little bit today and do something a little bit more lighthearted. And it will give you guys an opportunity to get to know us a little better. So we thought that we talk about a few of our favorite things. And it's kind of like a mixed board of things that we're going to talk about. Um, so should we get started, Remy? Let's dive right in. Okay. Socks. What is your favorite kind of socks? Are you a high, like a knee-high girl or... So I'm pretty Mid high socks. I'm pretty. I wear pretty high socks because I wear really tall boots, and I don't wear tall boots like out of a fashion state. Well, 
it's not out of fashion. You like, do like, too, don't you? <laughs> yeah, because they they because they look so good tucked under my boots. And James always like, why do you have like the fanciest tops if no one ever sees them? But part of it is I grew up riding English with tall boots, so I don't like boots that hit me mid calf. I want my boots to be really tall, so I uh, have to have tall boots. I sometimes wear the compression socks, but like the cool looking compression socks, not like the old lady like nylon socks so what do and, cool compression socks look like Remy? they're like you know i wish i wish they had a pair they're, right here they're like they're like black with neon purple stripes on them and um but aside from that i buy mine in bulk at costco and they're the puma socks that are reinforced along the bottom and i don't think they're supposed to go as high as i pulled them but i pulled them to up over my calf every day so now they're tall socks i don't know if they're supposed to be tall socks but they're tall socks for me i'm the same well, when I'm wearing boots, I hate wearing socks. Otherwise, I'm usually barefoot or I don't sockless. I should say I'm not barefoot, but I'm definitely sockless. Um, but when I'm wearing boots, I wear really tall ones and I just buy uh, I wear Brandon socks because I I think socks are like the devil. Yeah, I, so I wear, like I said, the Puma ones that are like white with like the little Jaguar on them or the Puma on them. And then James wears the other white ones from Costco that I think are the Costco brand with like the gray toe and the red stripe. And they're a little too thick for me. Like I'm picky. I'm, you'll see it today. I'm picky about a lot of things. Like I say a lot, I let a lot of things go. It's because I surround myself. Like I wear the things I want to wear so that I'm comfortable all the time. I am kind of weird about feel though too. Like, well, I, I, I could wear a heavier sock, I feel like, but I like ones that have like a silky or something like that feel to them. I don't like the ones, you know, like the nasty Fruit of the Loom or Hanes ones that when you wash them, they get like all... They, they pill up. Yeah, I don't like that. Like, I, I wouldn't be able to wear that because that feel would make me... Ugh. No, and then like when I wear tennis shoes or I run, I have to wear like the running socks that say like left and right. So they're like footed and tight. <laughs> Again, like I'm picky. I'm super okay with it. So you are not a basic white <laughs> girl, my friend. No. I'm totally a basic white girl. Um, <laughs> we've had this one asked to us before. Uh, saddles. What is your favorite brand of saddle? And I'm so, guessing you've got a super long explanation of what you like. I do. And I'm like, okay, so um, when we were poor, we couldn't afford them. But uh, James used to ride horses, like help Roger Ford, a friend of ours at shows. And he came, comes home. This is like almost 20 years ago now. And he goes, man, he has these saddles and they're so nice. You need to try them. And they were coat saddles and they're fantastic. And so I ordered, I like saved up all my money. And for Christmas one year, I bought him a coat saddle, like a very particular coat saddle. And all of our saddles, including our client saddles, are now based off of that saddle. It is a Buster Wells tree. It's a square skirt with an in-skirt rigging. And it doesn't matter if they're new or old. Like we still ride in the one from, I think it was like 17 years ago. We still ride in it. I broke my yeah, mouth. why do you still ride in it? Because it's, it's uh... perfect. It's perfect, like the inskirt. So like we have like, like I said, we have the longer square skirt with the in-skirt rigging, which for you that don't ride, it's how you put, keep your saddle connected. 
but because it's a square skirt with an in-skirt rigging, it lays better across their back. You get better contact. It just feels like you're home every time you sit inside of them. And now all of our clients have them. So even when you jump on their horses, you're like, yes, this is how I feel. But before we could afford coats, uh, we rode in Scott Thomas saddles and I really like them. I still really like them to rope in and we cowboy in them if I don't have a coat saddle around. But um, I spend a lot of money on my saddles because I spend a lot of time in them. Like we had uh, someone talking to me one time. We had someone tell me one time, like, oh, how can you afford to do that? And she was looking at me from out of a very custom, very expensive custom cowboy hat. And I was like, I'd rather spend the money you spent on that hat on my saddle. Yeah. Because what do you guys uh, ride in? A little bit of everything. I'll be honest. Coats would be our favorite. Uh, Brandon's favorite is definitely coats. And I'm pretty sure it's the same riggings that you have, the square skirt. Um Buster Welch tree, I am pretty sure that it is the same. Um, in fact, we just had one like completely gone through and redone because it too is old, but um, we try to take good care of it. And yeah, I like, it feels like home. I agree. I can ride in a lot of different brands of saddles. If they fit a horse good, I, I don't, it doesn't much matter to me, but I like one that is broken in. Sorry, I've got my charm stuck in my hair. Uh, um, I hate breaking in new saddles. I will say we just bought a couple saddle houses and they do not, uh, like they don't feel like a brand new saddle. They feel like they've been rode in coming out of the box, which is very unusual because most saddles do not ride like that. So that's, um, that's what my the, favorite saddle is. No, you can say what you're going to say. What? I'll say it later. I'll say it. I'll say it after you say it. Your favorite saddle is. Oh, my most favorite saddle, like 20 some years old, looks like a dog's ass, but it is so comfy and it does not have back cinch. And I love that. Uh, it's easy and light for me to throw on because some of these damn saddles are so heavy these days it's hard for me to throw them on and off all day. Yeah. Go ahead. No, our, so the saddle that the original coat is like seven eighths tooled. It was rough at a rough out seat at one point. It's slick now. And I will never do that again. Like all of ours now are straight rough out because I just don't want to sit there and clean all the tooling on one. So, uh, cause we're lazy. I mean, and they get I dirty, but it's like you that. Like and we do like it's a ranchy looking saddle, right? It's the long square skirt. It's all rough out with our brands on the conchos, but they're so comfortable and even brand new out of the box. Like you step on them, and that's what's nice about the coat. Like any, any custom saddle, but the coats custom saddles are all made from one hide, so you don't have thicker pieces of leather anywhere on them. Like they just feel really good. I was gonna ask that. Uh, do you prefer smooth or rough out? I kind of like smooth. I, I like coats rough out, which is not really rough out. Like it's, it's like a buffed leather, right? It's not like the old, like the old school rough out, like where you get raw on the inside of your legs. Cause it was like rough on you. And this one's not that. So rough. Yeah. Yeah. I like, 
I know it's not everybody's preference, but I like to be able to slide around in my saddle and I like a little bigger seat so I have room to go with my horse. No, know. and we ride a little bigger seat anyway. Like, I always laugh because all these team ropers are big, you know, and they ride in a 14 and a half inch seat. And I was like, that, like, that's small. That's what I put my son in is a 14 and a half. Like, I, we ride in six. Oh my God. Yeah. The only one. The only one who has a 14 inch seat around here would be Bronson. We ride in 16s or 17s. Yeah. Um, reins. I'm really particular on my reins. I am very particular about my reins. So we buy our reins and I wish I had written down his name, but there's a guy in Nebraska that goes to the NFR every year. And they're like um, three quarter inch reins that are so there's like a nice thickness and the, we so we buy three or se, I'm sorry, seven eighths inch and they're just a little bit thicker in your hand and they're super weighted at the end. So the first time we run into this guy, I go, hey, if I buy all of these reins, will you give me a discount? He goes, no. And I was like, oh, well, it's worth asking. He goes, yeah, but the only reason you want to buy all of them is how nice they are. And it's true. I, I come home with at least 30 pairs every year because we sell them throughout the year because the same thing like you you put your hands on me like this is this is what I want. They're super like they're just nicely weighted on a snaffle. They feel good on a bridle. I ride thinner reins on like an actual bit, like a correction bit, but like I they got to be buttery. And ours, I don't have time to clean my tack a lot. I don't have time to oil them, and I have abused those reins. I've left them out in the sun and the rain. In like you know we cowboys, so they stay the rain. they stay hooked. Yeah, like they stay hooked over horns. And they still feel all buttery and smooth in your hands. So what's your preferred rain length and width? I think it's Cowboy Collection is the one that we get um, or something very similar because we too buy in bulk. And I they have to have the buttery soft smooth. I don't know what the, um, I don't know. What did you, like the, like the we size. Seven, I don't know what the size inch, is. Yeah. I don't like the real thin ones. I could never ride in those. And I don't like them if they're real thick either. It's the in-betweeners. And I'm guessing that's what it is that you use. Yeah. It's like, the I, mean, I, like, I like it to be, oh, I got to get to my camera. I like them to be thick this way, but thin in your hand. Like I like it to be able to lay across your hand. And the reason we like the weight in ours is so that when you shake your reins loose, it drops down and you get a nice train. Mine have to be weighted on the ends too. I, I have a feeling that you like a little thicker rain than I do. I kind of like, I don't know how to show you. Yeah. I don't really like that, like wide, width wise, yeah. but only like that. Yeah, I want them very wise. thin. I, I want them. like the height very thin and the width so it lays just flat. Like I used to ride in really square reins or very, the same thing going back to English when I was younger. I rode in super thin reins because I was used to having very flat, thin reins in my hand. And then. I found other things that felt better. So now I, I switched to them. I, but the feel for me is uh -huh. like where it's at. If you've rode in cheap reins or you've felt cheap reins, they don't, I like a rain that'll slide through my hands because you get to that point where you can just run your hands up and down them. You can't yep. do that with a cheap rein because your hand will stick to the rein as it's going, you're feeding it through. Yeah, so it's like I call it like shaking out your reins, right? Like if I want to go like that, I want my reins just to slide through. And that's where the weight and the softness comes into it. 
one time, uh, again, when we were younger, we bought a bunch of rains in bulk and they never felt great. And I tried everything. I soaked them in oil. I did all the things. And James was running to the pen and went to tip his horse's nose back, like not even pull hard. And the rain snapped. Like, snapped. And then, so we finished the run. And within the next two weeks, every set of those rains, we had something broke on them. Like, and like broke in the middle, like not even at the mouthpiece, like it would just like break in the middle. So we didn't really save ourselves yeah. any money buying those reins in bulk. No, it's a learning process. <laughs> it's a money uh, process too. <laughs> yeah. Um, music. What's your favorite music? Okay, so that's a tough one because my playlist sounds like I have multiple personality disorder. Um, <laughs> uh, so and I, I grew up like I was, I was actually talking to someone about this the other day. Like I grew up on the West Coast where you listen to a lot of stuff and like all your radio stations, even your alternative stations played everything. So probably my favorite band is going to be a lot. Uh, Sublime. Nirvana. Oh my God, like super heavy. Yeah. Uh, Beastie Boys. No Effects. <laughs> Chris Ledoux. Janis Joplin. Bob Dylan, The Beatles, old jazz standards. So when I tell you that I like, and then like 90s gangster rap, like I bump it hard. So when I tell you that when people are like, oh, what would you like to listen to? Whatever. If it is good and I can move to it, like I'm down. Remy, <laughs> you know, I thought maybe we could travel together, but after hearing your playlist... It will be a musical education. It would be a musical education. Ask anyone that drives along with me. They're like, this is different. But you will come to appreciate all those things once you spend time in the truck. It's just, you know, you. I grew up so at the end. I have a very wide. <laughs> Hello? Did I lose you? Oh, I hear you now. So Please you have a that. very wide. Okay. Oh, I have a very wide range of music that I like. Uh, I love music and I love like happy music. So the first bands that you talked about, like Sublime and that, I would have a hard time identifying with that. And um, I am an oddity because I detest all 90s music. <laughs> I don't really like any of it. I know what I don't like in this 90s music. I've never been a fan of it. Um, but other than that, uh, my Pandora playlist would include, um, what is my, I wrote it down. I was on a boat that day. That's my station. I love that. Uh, super fun and happy. And uh, I like a lot of the Red Dirt Texas music, I think they call it. Not even sure, but something like that. No, and it's like I said, like, so if I was going to listen to country music, it would probably always, like, Chris Ledoux is, like, my favorite country artist. And um, I like older music. Too. Like, I do. I like a lot of older music. But it's funny because people say that about, like, Sublime and Nirvana, but, like, you listen to those bass lines and the guitar solos and like they're fantastic like they're amazing so you just have to find like a bad fish by sublime is my ringtone um my ringtone for james is santa monica by everclear so that's you know that's 
that's that's my musical choice. And then Weezer. But if you don't like '90s music, you're not gonna like Weezer either. And that's kind of happy. Weezer's uplifting. Hello again. You know why? It's because you said bad things about dead musicians. That's why. I guess I did. <laughs> My God. No. Um, I do like like your older stuff that you said, like Bob Dylan. I like all that. It's I have a wide array, but uh, '90s is a definite no for me. That's what I said. I said like, but Weezer's uplifting. They're they're good. I love Weezer too. Oh my God, Remy. But I think what it is too, is like, <laughs> even if you're listening to me, it's like, I don't listen to, it's not like it's like all grunge songs, right? It'll be like Bad Fish followed by Look At You Girl. And then, you know, like Oobladi. And so it's just, you never get stuck with anything for very long because I don't want to stay stuck in any, in any artist. And for, like, I love country music. And I say this as a cowgirl, I cannot listen to it all day. No, like, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. Because it gets to be the same sound over and over again. But like Zach Bryan's new album, the whole album is like the, I can't think of what it was, but like the orange song, but that whole album is fantastic. But James was listening to it with me. He's like, this is a very depressing album. Like, <laughs> I love right. happy music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Like protection for your horse. What do you prefer? Do you nothing? Do you do bell boots? Do you do bell boots and um, so it, de it depends on the it depends on the animal. So um, our two good mares, if you put bell boots on them, they either act like they're hobbled or they clump around like elephants. So for as much as I would like to protect their delicate little legs, we just don't put anything on them. I have some horses that have to go in front and back boots that have to go in skids. So it really does depend on the horse, but we um, use Weaver a lot. And then I used to, like in, especially the winter, I use polo wraps. Like again, that whole English growing up, it's also a lot easier to clean polo wraps when they get dirty than the clean sports medicine boots. You know, I get this question asked so often, like, what do you prefer? And I am a big stickler about legs and well, we use bell boots for everything. Like, not very often that you don't see us using bell boots. Turnout, showing, all of that. I have really big opinions, though, on front and back boots. I, too, wrap legs um, because I came from a similar world as you do. And... Uh, so it is easier to, if you know how to wrap a leg correctly, I would rather do that. However, you have to be so careful with it. And I don't think that that's what people understand. A pet peeve of mine is, and I just think it comes from the awareness, like people just don't understand what is actually happening. It's a long day for those horses to stand in those boots and it's hot. And even if it's not hot, they are hot because they're working all day. And they're made, the boots are made out of neoprene. Like that does not breathe. It is hot. No. And even wraps, even yeah. wraps do not breathe. So like, I think it's great. And I'm talking from a ranch sorting and team pinning standpoint, yeah. because a lot of the other performance cow horse events, they would work their horses and um, 
and then take them off, give them a break, right? Give their legs a break. From yeah, them. they also don't stay on their horse all day. Correct. Right? And that's the, whole... the reason they can do that. Yeah, and I will say, I think our guys out here tend to be a little more aware of it. And part of it is because we are hot, right? So they'll go make a couple runs and then pull boots and hang them on their saddle, let their legs dry. But um, you see a lot of people wrap legs incorrectly. You see a lot of people leave a hot boot on all day, which creates a bandage bow. Um, oh my gosh. I know. And it's, you're just heating up those tendons all day. You think yeah, that you're protecting And the other thing too is like, so we usually put on a show in Winnemucca and like the ground is fantastic up there, but it's very fine. So I always tell my clients don't wear boots up here. And they go, why? I said, because it's so fine. It gets underneath the boot. And now not only do you have heat, you have abrasion from mm -hmm. sand. It's just different. Like, yeah. And again, like some people and some horses need them. There's like, we used to have some horses that you had to just gift wrap every time you rode them. And, uh, I remember I was working, I was um, trying a horse at a cutting barn and I asked this guy's riding two year old or two year olds and some three year olds and he didn't have boots on. And I had just come from the reining trainer where, you know, you wrapped everything, every like all four legs, they got wrapped yeah, and probably more. And uh, I go, why don't you put boots on them? And he goes, cause I want them to hit themselves a little bit to figure out how to get fast with their feet. It's like, I don't want them to get hurt, but I want them to figure out how to get fast with their feet. Yeah. I've heard that too. I am so frustrated with bell boots. Cause like I said, we use bell boots daily. Um, it's definitely a staple. I'm so frustrated cause my favorites, I had a favorite and it was the ProTac. I think they were classic equine ProTac and they wore, they had like a high top on them that went around their ankle that was all padded. Yeah. And then it was a hard back and they were perfect because bell boots, if you're using them daily, they do not last long. They're not meant to last long. And they discontinued them and they were heavy and they weren't heavy where it restricted the horse's movement, but they were heavy enough that they hung straight. Yeah. They did not turn. And I shouldn't even say this, prove me wrong. I guess iconoclast, I used to love iconoclast and now I can't keep them together for very long at all. They turn terribly. They won't hang straight on my horses. So, I did just buy some new ones that Classic Equine came out with, and I like those, but it feels like such a struggle. No, we used to use a lot of Professionals Choice, and then, like I said, we switched to Weaver. Actually, we switched to RES, and then they got bought out by Weaver, and my thing was they were cheaper than like Professionals Choice, and they lasted just as long, right? Like, that was the thing for me is if you're all only going to last a month, I'm not paying yeah. a lot of money for you. And my big pet peeve too is like all the no turn bell boots that have the little notch in the back. They still turn and now you have a notch yeah. like pushing on your horse's foot on the side. I know. I know. Um, jeans. Okay. So this is, I, uh, even when I was thin, I'm not thin now, but even when I was thin, I always wore men's cinch jeans. Like, especially like, so cruel girl used to have very heavy denim jeans. Like, back in the day and they're not but not what like more. Uh, a min a light day for me is five horses a heavy day is 20 horses i need them to not stretch like i need them to stretch in the way that real denim stretches not the way that women's denim stretches and i need it to be thick and i need it to last i need it to last for me crawling through fences i need it to um 
like in, uh, by fences, I mean barbed wire. I need it to last for me getting off and on. So I wear um, cinch men's either Carter's or white label. James wears a different men's jeans from cinch, but I like a heavier, thicker denim. I am particular on my jeans. I don't typically like Western jeans. I don't, I haven't, I haven't worn Western jeans in a really long time. I think I have one pair that I like because I like a wide leg and I love a little stretch. So my brand is Can Can. Nice. No, I think the hard part for me with the stretch is it whiskers really bad. Also because my thighs rub together because I'm not a petite <laughs> girl. But uh, but for me, it really, it's like, and I, what I hate, like your jeans just get perfect and then you go to step on one and it rips like right under your butt. And you're like, then I was trying to tape them. I was like, I can make it last longer. I bought a uh, elastic one, like a, um, like Lycra material one time because I had no jeans and it was right after I had one of the boys and I just took like the liquid stitch, like the hot liquid stitch and just put like Lycra on the inside and I got crazy patterns like uh, unicorns and on your stars. butt cheeks. Like, because like, it would just be like when it would stretch when you get on, because oh. once you got on, it would stay together. But I was sitting on a fence one time and someone's like, are you in boxers? Like, cause I didn't realize that they saw it. And I was like, nah, it's just the pattern of my, it's better than seeing my ass hanging out. So yes. there was that. <laughs> I but like I, heavier jeans too. And I feel like the can cans are heavier. And honestly, like, I feel like, I, before I switched to these, and I've been wearing these for years, uh, I would rip out like right underneath in my ass cheek. It's like from the inside of your thigh right underneath, and it's where that all that pressure comes from when you step on. It is, yes. And I would rip out right there um, on those Western jeans, but I like kind of a trouser fit, so my jeans are looser and... I, I haven't had that with them because they don't really get thin and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, in my youth, again, when I was thinner, I used to buy men's jeans. I also like, I like a lot of stack at the bottom of my jeans. Like I wear all my jeans by 38s or 40s. You're a lot taller than I am. So yeah, but I like, I mean, I'm not that tall though. So James wears like a 34. I wear a 38 to 40 because I like a lot of stack at the bottom of my jeans. It's horrible when I walk around without boots and spurs on. Yeah, you have to cuff them. Yeah. But uh, I used to wear like Levi's and then I used to wear a lot of the old cinch jeans, but then I'd take them into the tailor and get the um, zipper shortened so that they weren't just like up around my rib cage. I like that now. It hides my mom pooch. But um, when I was younger, I just kept them lower and they were cheaper. Like I used to wear green labels from cinch, which I don't wear anymore because they're just super baggy. But um, they were like 29 bucks. Well, I feel like the can-cans are pretty reasonable in today's terms. Because yeah. they're like, my most expensive ones are $45. Yeah, like, what is it with girls' jeans, too? Like, I'm just like, man, this is too much money for jeans. Yeah. I could never spend $100 on a pair of jeans. Things I would never do. That. Mm -hmm. I'm not judging anybody who does. Because they look super cute. But... Look, I wear $19 shirts from Amazon. I'm not spending $100 on my jeans. Sheen, $9. <laughs> Have you checked out Sheen? Another one of my favorites. Newly. Yeah, I, Newly. So I'm, like, okay, so I'm one of those people, like, when I find something I like, I buy a lot of it. All so, the um, Like, uh, 
like it's Amazon essentials. They're just like these nice button downs. Sometimes they look wrinkly because I don't iron my stuff, but they fit really well. They're super cheap. They're light because like in California, it's hot. And so wearing a tank top or short sleeves is for some people. It's not for me, but like you get even hotter because like we are dry. So you just need to keep the sun off of you. So I wear all these long sleeve button downs, not because I'm trying to look super ranchy. I just, it keeps the sun <laughs> off of me. And then like, I'm also picky, like, and I like, I like straight cotton. I don't like, like the sun shirts make me itchy. I don't like that feeling. Right. And then the other sun shirts are like, um, kind of clingy. And again, not just cause I'm overweight, even when I was thinner, like that's not my style. Like it's not right. I don't, I don't like form fitting things. Like I, I look like kind of a poor hobo most of the time. <laughs> Favorite coffee? Starbucks. And like, I'm so plain. Like, so I get a, I get a venti hot latte almost every day. Or James brings me a venti hot latte every day. And they're always like, uh, do you want anything in that? No. Like, I don't want anything. I want coffee and really frothy milk or coffee black. But even my Keurig gets all Starbucks pods because I like smooth, dark coffee. And then Pete's coffee, which I don't think you guys have back there. Pete's coffee was like a very West Coast thing. It's amazing. It doesn't matter what you have from there. It is like the smoothest, like buttery cocoa-based coffee. I have to have something in mine. And it's usually caramel. So I if I'm going to a coffee shop, which I like caribou, which I think that's a Midwest thing. Caribou. Uh or wherever. I like coffee from McDonald's even. My favorite coffee is from Casey's Gas Station, which you also don't have. <laughs> I'm sorry for because they have the best everything. Um, but I, well, if I go to Casey's, I do like three quarters cup of coffee and then the rest is French vanilla. Uh, what the hell? French vanilla um, cappuccino. Okay, so I do, I will say like for my go-to on the road is like the trashy French vanilla, um, like where you have, where you push the button and it's like, oh, only fill your your cup three quarters up where it's like the water and then it frosts. Down. Yeah, like the um, cappuccino, right? <laughs> yeah. You, you drink like, a whole one of them? Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. But you like sweet, so I can't believe, or I'm, you know, like, I usually what? drink it at like two o'clock in the morning, so I need oh. sugar and caffeine. <clears throat> That'll but get also, you like, somewhere. So I love, like, pumpkin pie is my jam. I love pumpkin pie, and I hate pumpkin spice coffee. Like, I can't do it. And it's, like, my favorite flavor of pie, and I'm just like, I should really like this, but I don't. So have you had, like, pumpkin coffee? Do you like that? I like that. Yeah, I know. See, like, it, it's hit and miss for me. If I have a pumpkin flavor, pie flavored something, is a pumpkin pie shake from Baker's, which is a um, inland empire in California fast food place and they literally put a piece of pumpkin pie in a vanilla shake and they mix it so there's pieces of crust and pumpkin pie it is so good <laughs> i'm not even going to tell you what i think that sounds like I'm... <laughs> it sounded bad to me until i had one the same place also makes um fresh strawberry shakes like they put like legitimate fresh strawberries in and mix it it's so good their milkshakes well, that sounds good. okay but the pumpkin pie thing is taking it really far Remy. it's like a, it's more like a blizzard from dairy queen is what it's like it's not so much a milkshake so oh, 
It just sounds terrible. <laughs> I love pumpkin pie. Um, are you a cold coffee girl? Kind of, but so I say this again, it's hot, right? And I keep saying that it's hot because it'll be like, we'll start lessons and it'll be like 95 degrees and James brings me a hot coffee and my clients are like, today of all days would be the day for iced coffee. And I was like, iced coffee for me is after lunch and now before four o'clock because I can't drink coffee after four because now it makes me stay up all night. Like I've now oh, I can drink coffee age. all day. Yeah. I used to be the person that could drink coffee and go right to sleep. I can't I do it anymore. And I, it, like it happened within the last month and a half where I was like, oh, this now makes me. I Why? love iced coffee. Iced coffee on a hot day is amazing. It is a gift from God, from a <laughs> macchiato. So good. Um, smells. So my favorite scent is there's a tree in California, or it's like in the Southwest. It's called a Palo Verde. It looks very similar to a mesquite, except for it's green instead of woody. And they have these like super delicate yellow flowers. It's my favorite scent in the entire world. To the How point did I that know I, that yours was going to be like super extravagant and it's so like, oh but it's like it should, it's it is and it isn't like you've probably seen them a hundred times, especially when you're in Arizona. They're like these; they look like mesquite trees. They're green and they're spiky, and they they're horrible when you ride through them. But like, they smell so good. And so I found this guy in the Midwest that, or maybe it's a girl, I don't know. Um, they will make a fragrance out of anything. And so I get um, Palo Verde perfume from them and I have Palo Verde lo lotion. And, uh, and then of course I love lavender. Like, I don't know who doesn't love lavender, but I kind of like, like not musky scents. I like more masculine scents, right? Like the fresh, like when you're looking at candles, right? Like it's like the forest or the fresh rain, but I don't like really floral scents. Like, so I do like, if I have like a flower, it's lavender or, I guess freesia is lighter, but it's still, or, and lilac, but I don't really like roses. I don't like, I don't like light scents. I like. Well, that's because scent. you're not a basic white girl, Remy. <laughs> it's true. Like, it's not my, but, it, and it's crazy too, because <laughs> okay, it's, it, music and, and scent are the same thing because there's memories tied to scents and there's memories tied to music. And so for me, I think that I, yeah, I don't know. I'm so what are your favorite, character. what are your favorite scents? You talked about them last week with aromatherapy. Oh no. If it smells like fall, I'm in. Like, and see, I, don't I, don't, I don't like those scents either. Like I don't like the apple pie candles. I don't like the pumpkin pie candles. Like, yeah, I like it all. And you like come, you come here with like a freaking. I had to <laughs> create this smell from this tree. It's like such an amazing little answer. And I'm just like, yeah, no, if it smells like fall, like we're good. If I, it smells like, I if it know. smells like Uggs and pumpkin spice latte, I'm in. <laughs> That's me. That's me. Yep. Pretty basic. Oh and maybe it's God. because like we're surrounded. So I think part of that, why I'm like anti those things is we're surrounded by them in California in stores, right? Cause we don't really have false scents. Like my leaves might not finish turning until December. And so I think like we really manufacture like that false scent. And then I'm like, I don't want to smell that. Like that's not for me. I'm not saying that I'd want to wear it and I wouldn't want yeah. my house necessarily to, I wouldn't want to burn a candle in my house. that made, made my house smell like this, but I love this. I love the smell of like leather. I love that smell too. But again, that's that richer smell. And I love the smell it of real leather. 
I do too. I was going to say, there's a difference in the leather I'm talking about. So it's like, yeah, like we walk, like when I walk into the leather shop or you walk into your trailer after it's been hot, your saddles are in there. Like, I also love the smell of horse sweat, which most people don't, but I love that smell. Like it's such a, a grounding smell. So I've got something on that too. Like, I think it's like in the spring, horses smell differently because of their hair falling out and new hair yep. growing in. I love that smell. They have a different smell in the spring, in the Midwest anyway. And I love that smell. It reminds me of being little. Um, okay, moving on from smells. <laughs> um, cowboy hats. Um, Once again, I'm sure it's a very intrinsic answer. So I, I wear, uh, the company I wear right now is called Allen's Lids. And I only found it when James and I went back to the NCHA fraternity and I needed a straw hat because I, well, before that I wore rodeo kings and like I wear my hat every day outside. They get trashed and everyone had felts there and very expensive felts. And I was like, this bitch does not wear felts. And now I have a felt because of Allen's lids, but I never wore felts because again, like, and friends in Texas would make fun of me. They're like, oh, it's felt hat season. I was like, it's still 95 degrees where I live. I'm not, not wearing California. a felt. Like, I, it's, if it's cold enough for me to wear a felt in California, I'm wearing a beanie. I'm not wearing a cowboy hat. Like, um, so I just sounded so Canadian. Did you say beanie? <laughs> yeah. They call, them beanie they call them something Tukes. else. They call them too. That's what it is. Yeah. So we call them beanies in California. I also can't wear beanies because they do the same thing as my baseball hat. Like they just slowly <laughs> ride up and I look like such a little weirdo. <laughs> but um so I found I found his hats um and I liked Rodeo King because they had the sweatband inside. And I go, man, I don't want to go back to wearing a leather banded straw hat. And the guy that owns it was like, just try it, you'll like it. I fell in love with the straw hats. I got a bunch of people out here to buy them. They stay super nice, they fit, and it's that same thing, right? The hat bands on the inside are so buttery, like you don't sweat through them, like they're just so nice. And then this year at the NFR. I was talking with like, just try a felt, just try one of my felts. If you don't like it, no problem. And then I wore that sucker all winter. Like it was heavy, like just heavy enough that it stayed on, but so comfortable. And then uh, James switched to them, but James was always a resist all guy. Like he's like very like tried and true, but he switched to an Allen's lid also. But you know, you gotta wear whatever makes you happy. Like a lot of people don't like my hat shape either. I'm okay with it. Like I'm good. I have a very odd shaped head and it's, I have a very small bean. Like my Bronson and I can wear, we used to be able to wear the same hat. Now his head's bigger than mine. So I just cannot keep a hat on. Like I finally had to go to pulling the leather hat band down when I ride because it's, it's going to come between that or I'm going to have to purchase a stampede string. And I really don't want a stampede string. So have you tried not the bobby pins on the side that give you headaches? Yeah. If you click your bobby pin in right here, because it's the lift from the front that makes your hats come off, my hat never comes off no matter how windy in it is. In the back? Just one little deal right up there. So I've been pulling. You know what I'm talking about? I yeah. Pull. I don't like that look because, again, like if I'm going to wear I don't a hat, either. I the but I wear my hats. Again, I wear my hats all day. It's a so. little unconventional and a little ranchy, but it works. And I don't like to wear my hat like that all the time. I mean, I don't. I don't. I like a felt hat. 
I like, and I wear Americans. Um, I like the color of pecan. I have a narrow face, so I like it. My hat's always nice. badly shaped because I've got boys and I don't really take the best care of that thing. And I should, but no, uh, it's like, so, uh, I remember I was going to have shaped one time at the NFR and the guy's like, okay, how do you want it? And like, I like a brick top. So I like the square top, which is not particularly feminine. That's fine by me. And like, I want it like high and tight, like not Western pleasure. Oh, I want a Western pleasure. Look. So I, was like, I, like I, I like, I don't want it Western pleasure, but I don't want a cattleman's. I was like, and he's like, well, that's kind of like West Texas. I was like, no, cause I need a little more square in the front, but I have a very specific look to my hats and, uh, it is what it is. I mean, but it's all personal preference. And I think, too, you find what works for you. Like, I have a square jawline. So if I go too tight, I look super masculine. But I still like it to be, like, really sharp James jokes that I should hang out on the reservation out here. Because that's what our guys wear is the... Are you okay? I'm really into, like, vintage old hats yeah. or fashion hats. My mother-in-law gave me this this weekend, and I feel like if it had a different hat band, James might like this hat because it's definitely a cattleman's hat from, I'm guessing, the 1970s, and it's a resistal. Oops, yeah. this, is the, this is the front. Can you? I can see it. Is this not cool? It's got yeah. a little, I need to get it popped out in the back, but that's workable. But I feel like it's a little shorty. It's yeah. so fun. Love it. And it is older than sin. Can you see that? So, anywho. Well, Remy, I have got to get my son off to a dentist appointment. So, anxiety kicking in a little bit here. No, and then the only thing I'm going to say is because we, someone asked us about it is, what do you do outside of what we do? Riding horses for fun. I have no other hobbies outside of this. I am. Um, let me see if I can get my camera to pick it up. I hang oh. out with my cricket a lot. I make things on the cricket. Yeah, Remy's really creative. I don't. Yeah. I I, just, I don't have time for other things. I think like I like to if I'm not doing, if Remy and I aren't talking or I'm not doing <laughs> something outside, you can find me on a nice day, on my beach. I love the lake. I love that. And we just hang out and have fun. But I don't play pickleball. I'm not on a bowling league. Don't do darts. None of that. Yeah. I don't either. I, uh, if, if I have extra time, I try to sleep. That's <laughs> she likes to watch Netflix and chill. That's right. By myself. Ooh. Your basic white girl showing. I am. That's my basic white girl showing. <laughs> also, you know, the fact that I stop at Starbucks every day, even if I get plain coffee. <laughs> Into Vinti Waters. I'm like, yes. who does that? <laughs> me. I do. If I'm going to pay that much for coffee, they're going to give me free water in plastic <laughs> cups. And then we use those cups. So, you know. Oh, that's funny. So you open your cupboards and it's filled with Starbucks cups. Yeah, they're Starbucks heavy. Cups. James is like, these are really nice cups. I was like, I know. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, um, hope you guys enjoyed our lighter conversation today. Uh, once again, find us on Spotify, 
Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, YouTube, The Everyday Cowgirl, all the things. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, make sure that you like and subscribe to all of our platforms. Yes. Right. And then remember, be bold. Be brave. Be humble. We'll catch you next week on Wednesday. Bye, girls. Talk to you guys later. Bye.